Oh, Perloff's feeling very nervous, very nervous about the NFC after we saw what the Lions did last night in Lambeau. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Got a big football weekend to set up for everybody throughout today's show. It'll be our last show in this time slot. Yep. We are moving to mornings starting on Monday, but we'll have more info on that in just a little bit. What you saw from the Lions is a scary team. A scary team that believes they can win a Super Bowl. So I have already convinced myself that the Eagles are going to beat the 49ers because the Niners will get hurt. They always do. The Cowboys showed their flaws last week. Now i got to deal with the Detroit Lions, Maggie. The Detroit Lions, who have won one playoff game in 66 years. <laughs> All of a sudden, they have the best offensive line. They have a superstar in Aiden Hutchinson. They have a superstar tight end in Sam Laporta. And Jared Goff looks like an MVP. This is not good, and they I am sorry, they're going to storm through that NFC North and could even get home field. You know what's, I think, scary about the Lions? As I said, they believe they can win, right? I think that's the biggest part when you're dealing with franchises who have these woe-be-gone histories, right? Like when you talk about teams like the Jets and the Vikings and my Buffalo Bills and the Lions, right? This feels like they've completely exercised all of that loser energy, all that negativity, you know, the things that pop up to bite the Cleveland Browns. We all know who the snake bitten franchises are. They feel like they've put that all behind them. No one is even thinking about it. That's number one. It makes them dangerous. Number two, I mean, they have all the makings of a good team lines that are good offensive and defensive that they've been building while they've been getting these high draft picks. Their weapons are really good and multiple. And I'll have to admit it. I got to give credit to Goff when he was on hard knocks and didn't know that the sun rises in the East and sets in the West, I was out on this guy. I'm like, you have to Mm. know where the sun sets. That's got to be a given. Apparently it doesn't. The guy is throwing dimes out there and they took advantage of a green Bay team that was standing in their own way last night for a lot of different reasons, very banged up. And they put their thumb right on the green Bay Packers. The real thing that scares me is a run game with David Montgomery, who I've been disappointed in fantasy-wise many, many years yeah. now. He averages about four yards a carry, but they're so physical. And that's that's really, I think, the key to the NFC. The Eagles will run all over you. The Niners will run all over you. Yep. The Cowboys don't look like they're ready to run all over you, which is why I maybe put them third right now. But the Lions, when uh, Green Bay came back in the second half, made it 27-17, they just put the hammer down on the run game and... I think that's going to be the key for them to get a really gaudy record and be dangerous. That's the, you know, that to neutralize Micah Parsons, to neutralize all those pass rushers in Philly, you got to control the clock. And I think Detroit and Dan Campbell can do that. And I think that they're built for whatever weather. I know they play indoors. So if they get home games, it's going to be fine. But if you do have to play bad weather in Philadelphia, I mean, that's something I don't even think would be a second Ooh, thought. Well, well, I do not. I don't know about that. I did you see they had they have those funny graphics on Amazon Thursday night? Jared Goss has been terrible on the road since he got to Detroit. That's why last night was a little surprising. But that what you're saying about the run nice. game. Yeah, but it was nice last night. Yeah, the run game. But if you know that all they have is run. I don't think Detroit wants a bad weather game. Listen, this is all he's doing, really. When you're finding Laporta, the tight end, and Amon Ross St. Brown, like when those are your two biggest weapons yeah. in terms of the pass game, you're not being asked to be, th- you know, you're not throwing 40 yards down the field for those guys. Uh, for, Amon, for Amon Ross St. Brown, he's all over in the middle of the field, everything, and your tight yeah. end's your tight end. Well, I mean, Goff, the one thing he, we know he can do is throw, yeah, the, a, throw four, a 40-yard ball. He doesn't have to do as that. As well as anyone. But, yeah, that's true. I think he can do that if he's protected. The key is you got to protect Jared Goff. He's not going to be 
you know, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson running around. Laporta is interesting. I heard Adam Schefter's podcast this week. Don't ask me why I was listening to it. It's not exactly the most oh. exciting podcast. <laughs> okay. But he's <laughs> shots fired yeah. at Schefter. No, no. I, I like Adam a lot, actually. Anyway, he started oh, as a podcast. podcast a snooze fest. With, with the most, no, 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 no. Because he interviews somebody, but he starts off with two points about last week's play. And the most bizarre thing, he started out with, he goes, People around the league are telling me Sam Laporta is the most exciting rookie to come into the league. I'm like, what? Is that true? <laughs> That's tight end for the Lions? Last night, two he, plays he in, yep. boom. And he can block, too. Taylor Decker is mauling up there. Yeah, so what, what do you think, Maggie? Should I be nervous? Because I got to set, I got to you know think this out. When I look at my Eagles in the <laughs> NFC picture, who go. do I have to focus on and really root against? You want me to tell you what you should be worried about three and a half months before you have to worry about it? Yes, you should be worried about the Lions. I think this is an absolutely real thing. The Packers are not ready to win right now. I mean, if no. last night they're banged up on the offensive line, uh, they've just got issues. They've got issues, and Jordan Love... I don't even know how, know how you really evaluate him last night. Yeah. He didn't have a – actually, that's not true. There were moments when he did have time to make a play and couldn't do it. I almost wanted to get him off the hook for the first interception because it got tipped up in the air, but he basically threw it right to the middle linebacker. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, I, wait. I don't know if I can take him off the hook for that there, one. There was not a single play in the first half where he had time and to miss something. There was not a single play where he was pressured every single he time he passed. He had hands in his face at all times. I did see, you know, there were a couple plays here and there where he did have time, but then those are more coverage sacks where guys were being covered down the field. It's This is just going to be very much work yeah. in progress. Actually, last night, Matt LaFleur, uh, Stu, if we can hear from the Packers head coach, getting a little testy at reporters after the game. What do you think happens when you have a to cause a first half like that where you just you couldn't, you got nothing? Well, we suck, Pete. I mean, we got our ass kicked. If I knew, it wouldn't have happened. Matt, they didn't blitz until um, the that, last. That was a BS question, man. Why couldn't you guys protect, do you think? It, it wasn't good enough. They whipped us. They manhandled us. Again, if I knew the answer to that, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, not a BS question. It was BS what you put on the field in the first half. And that's what is BS. To take it out on reporters, mm. you got to be better than that. You know, you get it handed to you. There was nothing controversial unless you want to talk about the Quay Walker jumping over yeah. the line on the field goal, which they go to commercial break. Everyone at home, all of us think, hey, they just uh, scored a field goal. Maybe the Packers can get back in this thing, come back from commercial break, realize that Quay Walker's jumped over the line, gives the Lions fresh set of downs. They end up scoring a touchdown. That made it a three-score game and put it out of reach. Maybe you can talk about that, but for LaFleur to get testy with a reporter afterwards, I mean, you got to be better than that if you're the head coach. Wow. You just got to take it. Question. Yeah, BS question. What are you, Bryce Harper? No, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Matt clown Laf question. Bro. Wow. That's a BS question. Oh, I love clown question, bro, is one of the great lines. <laughs> it is <laughs> Baseball, great Baseball, locker room. <laughs> if if LaFleur had as much charisma there. But, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it. What is Matt LaFleur without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that, is a, that is a big question. Although I think Love has had his moments. It really helped when Detroit stopped rushing him in the second half. They're like, all right, we're going to go to prevent. Just don't score too fast. Quay Walker is an interesting cat. Because remember... Uh, last year, he got ejected for pushing a member of the Lions medical staff. Yep. And I remember... That Le week 18. LaFleur actually comforted him after. he I think he was crying. Uh, Walker was. And LaFleur, they showed the camera. He was not happy last night. He went over. Quay Walker ruined the field goal by jumping over the line and yep. hitting, hitting the lineman. And then LaFleur was chewing him out on the sideline. Quay Walker is probably... The funny thing is, it was his glow night. He became the star at number seven. He was tackling everybody. He looked strong. He had 19 tackles last yeah. night. Ten of them were solo tackles. 
Yeah, he might be the best player on that defense, but he sure seems interesting. Like, something's always happening with him. Yeah, and LaFleur afterwards was like, no, it's our fault because we've got to make sure he knows the rules better and tried to protect him a little bit there. But, I mean, terrible mistake that ended up costing them. I mean, I I don't know if they would have come back anyway. The Lions always felt in control of that game outside of that one nice Jordan Love and Packers drive where they got the touchdown and got the two-point conversion. But beyond that, it was all Lions. Did did you notice Aaron Jones, the running back for the Packers? Have you ever seen a tackling dummy like that? I mean, he got flipped upside down. He got hit in the head. He got hit everywhere. Their run game got nowhere. Even though Aaron Jones was questionable all week, came back. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that offensive line just Got no push on run and didn't protect at all. So it seems like the NFC North is kind of done. Because Minnesota's own three. The Bears are one of the worst teams in the league. And it doesn't look like that Packers team is close right now to the Lions. Okay, so I think the poll question today is, are the Lions a Super Bowl contender? Because Perloff is nervous. No, I mean, I still think the Eagles can beat them if it's in Philly. I also think San Francisco is a real problem. And I think Dallas is a problem. I, I think the NFC is better than people thought coming in. Remember that? Top heavy, but good. Yeah. Remember that storyline that, well, I don't know. The bottom of the AFC is not that great either. The AFC South is. Well, I think still a lot more to be determined. I think we kind of know the good teams and the bad teams in the NFC. I think the AFC, there's still a little wiggle room there. Like, are the Jags yeah. actually good or bad? We're not really sure about that. What's going on with Pittsburgh? What's going on with Cleveland now with some updates for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, but we'll the, get com- to. the commanders beat the Denver Broncos. That's all. So I think the bottoms, the bottom <laughs> oh, of the yeah, AFC. Well, the real bottom is bad. Yeah, too. I think. But I meant the fringe uh, playoff team. Well, I think the AFC South is still the worst division. Even as bad as the NFC South is, I think the AFC South is awful. Well, we'll see. Yeah, Maybe your Jags race, come back this race week. To the bottom. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I don't. I do think that the uh, the Lions are definitely in that mix in the NFC. Here's how I'm hoping it plays out. I hope they draw San Francisco early on. San Francisco and the Lions beat each other up so badly that they limp into the link back to the Super Bowl. That's the plan, Nagy. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch the show. Jeffrey Howell's in the chat and been a longtime contributor to the chat. He said, my heart has been broken by more radio shows than it has been broken by women. Only good thing is that radio shows don't take your stuff. (laughs) But here's the thing, Jeffrey. We are not breaking your heart. All we're doing is we're just moving to the morning show. You can come along with us. We're great to wake up with, I think. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to be fun in the morning. We're going to be doing the same thing in the morning. Same chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can find us. We'll still be on the free Odyssey app. We're still going to be on Sirius XM Channel 158. And we're still going to be on all of our uh, amazing CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We're just going to be on more of them, which is great. I wish I could have a camera on you Sunday night. You're gonna be you're gonna be so uptight about this. It's like laying in bed, not sleeping, looking not, at the clock. You're definitely pulling an all nighter. You might as I well will. come in Sunday night and watch the Sunday night game here. I, I thought about sleeping here. Yeah, you have no chance of you sleeping. Know, Boomer Esiason does have a couch in his office. He's got the big office around here, obviously. You know, your former MVP of the league, they give you the corner office. So although Tiki's office is pretty big also. The former players get mm. really big offices around here. We get it. I think I could. There's a couch in Boomer Esiason's office. Maybe I could sleep in there. He locks his door though, so I have I to know. pick the lock. I don't know if you want to start day one getting on Boomer's bad side because yeah. he'll definitely He's come in, in and see you too. asleep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of room here. Just put some pillows down. 
<laughs> it's right here in the studio. It's too bright. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's and a good point. Too many right angles here. I definitely think you should put a couch an hour in your office yeah. so that when Stu and I get tired, we can sleep in there when you're not around. Oh, yes. Ooh. Afternoon naps for yeah, you, yeah, too. Yeah, How tough naps. that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, with my binky and my uh, animal crackers. <laughs> yeah, clean up those crumbs. Uh, no, Samter and Stu are going to be staying here in the afternoon. We're going to be moving to the morning, and we're going to miss them dearly. Um, but we have a lot of fun to have today. And again, we're not going anywhere, really. Just, just no, earlier. we'll be right here. We'll be earlier. We'll be awake. Yeah, I think uh, I think the format's going to be very similar. The senses of humor are going to be the same. I'm still an Eagles fan. You're still a Bills fan. I do think, by the way, you're going to be overcome by whatever happens on Sunday in the Dolphins Bills game because you're making like all Bills games making it a bigger thing than it actually is. <laughs> yes. So I think you're going to be so distracted by the outcome of that game that you're not even going to notice and you're just going to start yelling into the mic, which will be a lot of fun. Yes. Well, I have the board behind me days since I've had a Buffalo Bills meltdown. We're up to 20. So how many, how many touchdowns do you think the Bills are going to lose by this week? Do you. Three, Why? four. Well, no. no, no, no. I'm just saying you, you're you're like, there's like five injured Dolphins players and you don't even care. You're like, oh my gosh, Poyer's out. We're, <laughs> We're going to lose. They're going to run all over us. This is the greatest show on turf. A little, a little concerned. Man. Concerned about the run game. It's not the greatest show on turf. It's the greatest show on surf. Mm. Who coined that? I, Somebody I deserves credit. I, I don't like it. it. Greatest show on surf would be California. You can't, it doesn't have to be that literal. There's also beaches in Miami. People surf in Miami. Really? People surf in Miami? Of course they do. I'm more jet ski. When, <laughs> but I think also surf. When that Beach Boys song, Surfing USA, came out. <laughs> was, did you, were you confused? About, Is that L.A. Yeah, or it Fort Lauderdale? It was about Pompano Beach, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different cut. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. It was about Delray Beach, Florida. <laughs> the Beach Boys. Okay. Lots to do. Glad you're along with us on this Friday. Again, tons and tons of football. The question, the poll question today, do the Lions look like a Super Bowl contender? Um, all right. Here's a question we have to get to the bottom of next. It has to do with a certain show bet. It has to do with the Oregon Ducks playing into the show bet. And we have to make a decision and we've got to do it fast. 855-212-4CBS. Get on the horn. Talk to us. We'll be back in a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. All right. It is a rainy Monday. uh, Sorry, Friday here. But, Maggie, you have to pay up on a bet. Yeah. I have a question about this, and I'd like to put it out to the audience. So we're on all over the country, but just take our word for it. It is like flooding in New York where we are today. It's biblical rain. So I'm supposed to pay off the bet of ordering Peking Duck for everyone. But here's my question. 
it is raining so hard out there. Is it messed up to order takeout and have a delivery person have to bring it in this terrible weather? Or is it messed up not to order it because it's that person's job and livelihood and they probably, you know, work on tips? I'm always so conflicted about this. Do you order takeout when the weather is this bad? It's a great question. So I think the people who deliver takeout want the orders because they, they're there to make money. Right. Presumably off tips. And you, I know you're a great tipper. I think they want that money, so they want you to order. And you got to tip extra, of course, when the weather yeah. is this awful. So Also, there's a little bit of a lull for now. So I don't know how, how bad. First of all, it's nothing here. In the city where we are, you should see my house. Yeah, it's my like house literally, is underwater. You might see this on social media. It's probably going to make its rounds on the evening news and stuff. Like literally cars underwater in the middle of New York City. It's weird. Probably love doing the backstroke on his wheel. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it almost <laughs> came to that. Yeah, I'm looking at the totals. They're 6.7 inches in my county. Yeah, that's wild. That it's the most. uh, It's the most since 1948. That's over my head. I told Maggie the story. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Remember when we shoved Samter in the in the in the box? I told Maggie the, the, this morning. The box that the dummy came in, that sounded weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we put Samter in a cardboard box. Oh, yeah, that was fun. And then we pushed it over. Yeah. I, I said this morning to you, I said to Maggie, I think this is worse rain than Hurricane Sandy in 2011. And you must have thought I sounded crazy, but this is way more rain. Yeah. The river has held, which is interesting, but uh, okay, so it's not I should over, order. You should order. Well, by the way, I'm also, my stomach is, is okay. <laughs> dictating my logic here. I'll order. It'll be here no, next Wednesday. I don't know. What do, what do you guys think? Is it unfair? Is it unfair to, to the we'll, delivery We'll happily person. order you Peking Duck next week. So normally I would kind of waffle, but if you see the get-ups that some of these delivery guys have, yeah. they're on their bikes. They have like these crazy tarps. Their hands are covered. Like they, they are just like head to toe. I'm out there walking my dog soaked from head to toe. They're just completely like, it's like a tank. Yeah. They're like a tank driving through the city. They're fine. They got these little motorized bikes. They're good to go. Okay. So we're doing it. All right. Peking Duck's going to be on the way. Uh, also, we have a lot of football to get to, although Perloff had a question. So last night was frustrating. Why? Packers-Lions, really excited for this game. And by the time I realized the Lions are blowing them out, and I could switch over to the Golden Bachelor to check it out, <laughs> it, it was too late. There was only five minutes left. It, the Lions already jumped to a big lead. I turned over, and all I saw was the rose ceremony. The Golden Bachelor featuring Gary, who is 72, 72 years old. It's like The Bachelor, but just older people. It is utterly fascinating. Stu, did you get to watch it? Stu I sent did. us a, a text of his setup, which was double TVs, yeah. yes. one with The Bachelor and one with the game on. Just, Perfect for nights like last night. Just God mode, Stu. Way to go. I'm going to be honest. I found it a little depressing. The rose ceremony. Oh, I thought you meant the double TVs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. No, that was that encouraging. Was awesome. yeah. yeah, there was something very sad. These were particularly sad rose ceremonies. And I've sat through some sad rose ceremonies <laughs> in my Bachelor fandom days. Actually, my wife's. How right. about uh, Jimmy Kimmel's aunt uh, falling asleep during the rose ceremony? <laughs> that was Jimmy Kimmel's <laughs> yes. aunt? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I tuned in too late. There was a woman who was passed out. What do you mean that's Jimmy Kimmel's aunt? That, that's, that's his aunt. She, she was a uh, contestant for And she, and she fell show. asleep? Yes, or she was during the rose out. ceremony. You know, they give them a lot of wine. There were drinks, yes. (laughs) Generally. And are many of them widows? Some were widows. I think probably a good amount of them were, and then some were just some that haven't found love yet. Okay, I've got a theory. Yeah, I'm dying to know this. I didn't watch one second of this, as you guys know, because no no shot. I did not watch one second of The Golden Bachelor. I know exactly who he's going to pick. The youngest looking woman. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's given. It's obvious, guys. That's not a theory. That's a, <laughs> an obvious fact. Okay, so all we're going to do is just reinforce here. It's like we're doing this with older people, and he's going to pick yeah. the youngest-looking older person in uh, whoever of the contestants. That's already, the way I can the fast work. forward this all the way to the end. My wife and I can pick who the bachelor's going to pick day one. It's 100% of the time the hottest woman. It's there. always the prettiest. And it's always in the same way when it's a bachelorette, it's always the best looking guy. Yeah, but see, best looking guy, it's like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Not really. I think so. Really? Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm other guys. No, you, I could tell you, I could look at one. You're right. They don't necessarily pick the best looking guy. They want like the fourth best looking guy. The best looking guy is a little too yeah. dangerous. Well, it's also like picking the most expensive wine at the restaurants. Like I don't want the most expensive. I don't know if I want the second most expensive. Well, I I th- no, you get the second cheapest and you try and fool people. And yeah. never. But I, I think that you want some safety. Like you don't want the super hot guy. If you, if you ever imagine yourself in this show, probably not. No, <laughs> No, I wouldn't last one second on this show. But I think every I'm man, too honest. every man has a dream of being wooed by thirty-two women or whatever. Yeah, That's it's the a, opposite awesome. for women. I don't want like if, the idea of twenty guys just like being up in my space. Uh, no, thank you. I, I wouldn't do it if they offered me the bachelor back when I was single. I would not do it. There's way too much shirtless time. You have to dance on national TV. There's a lot of downside to being yeah. a bachelor. I mean, would you guys <laughs> have wanted to be the bachelor? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> my terrible dancing lot, and Mike. awful look with my shirt off is not a deterrent for 30 women jumping at me. Listen, Samter, <laughs> Samter, you only got 30 years till you could be the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's hope in 30 years I don't have to worry about that. No, put your application in now, just in case. Did you see the... And I'm definitely going to be picking Jimmy Kimmel's aunt. <laughs> <laughs> She'll still be there. Yeah. Asleep. She's a, on the couch. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> they I saw, left her there. I saw the woman asleep on the couch, and I said to myself, eh, I don't know, 72 years old, a few <laughs> glasses of wine, I might go there. But <laughs> the funny thing about the Golden Bachelor was they, they teased the next part of the season in the last five minutes of the show, and he's sitting there crying his eyes out. He goes, the day I lost my wife was the saddest day of my life, and this is the second. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is uh-huh. supposed to be a fun show. This sounds like the saddest bachelor of all time. Gary is, is and what do you think, Sue? Is Gary okay? Was he a good bachelor? I like, yeah, I think so. I mean, he's very handsome. He's very charismatic. He said a few things at the end that I was like, geez, wish I had that kind of charisma that he has. But yeah. <laughs> the Riz? Yeah. He, uh, I think it'll be a fun, <laughs> I think it'll be a fun season. I love that we're wrestling control away from sports, away from Maggie, who's All I want to do. Oh, you're like, I have not watched a second of The Golden Bachelor. Like, <laughs> we just get have, out of here. We have the Daily D on to get to, guys. Why do I have to oh. be the person to get the show back even, on the rails? That's even less sportsy than The, the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll get things back onto sports. So I was watching Dancing with the Stars last night with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> on the court. Okay. Adrian Peterson was yeah. in it. How'd he do? Um, terrible. No. Right? I know Emmett won it, and Jerry Rice was good, and Kevin Johnson was it. Adrian, I thought it was going to be fantastic. He was awful. He had Two that up, upright running style. That's like me. He's very stiff. We both can't dance. Tyson Beckford, too, was also very stiff. That's Tyson Beckford could not dance? Awful. Handsome, he was though. one of the worst. He almost got kicked off the first first. Wow. Game. Hmm. Man, when did you squeeze that, Shelly? <laughs> yeah. How did you get Golden Bachelor and Dancing with the Stars and Lions Packers? Who said I got all three? I just got Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> football, was, football was on my phone, and Golden Bachelor is not to be had. You know what? When I watch football, I am always obsessed with the Mass Singer commercials. I'm re- I've never seen Mass Singer, though, but I'm dying to know what's going on here. Are you guys into it? No. 
<laughs> Don't judge. I thought the show sucks. You just want to know who's behind the mask. Desperately, so I, I right? Like, that's the whole show. Fast forward for the first 57 minutes and then to see who they unveil and that's the end of it. Yeah. Well, tying it back into sports, the one time I did watch The Masked Singer and went through this whole thing, they take off the mask and it was Mark Sanchez. I'm like, what the hell? Ooh, Again, former Jets quarterback, Mark Sanchez. Wasn't there a conspiracy theory that Tom Brady was one of the guys one year and everyone was like betting that it was Brady and yes. just wasn't? No, that was a post-retirement mm. rumor. That he was going to be. It meanwhile, was a football player. Was it Sanchez? Was that the same one? Sanchez was on it. But meanwhile, did you guys see the? there's going to be a biopic about Brady? Scripted. So it's going to be his life uh, with the Patriots. And apparently they're going to incorporate all the Aaron Hernandez stuff yeah. and some of the like more real elements of what so was going on. Yeah. Spygate. Ryan Gosling, maybe? But it's that yes. movie sounds beyond that. Is he? Can he play Brady? Yeah. He could play anybody. He he really could play Jared Goff. But that, by the way, that sounds like the worst movie ever made, and it will be beyond terrible. Let's get back to reality shows. Anybody see Love Is Blind on Netflix? <laughs> no, we're not doing this. We're not going down that, the list. Wait, so you? What reality shows do you like? You must like some. Don't pretend that you're above all this. I'm not above it. I just I don't watch them anymore. Really? I'm telling yeah. you, you're missing out. It's 90 Day Fiance. You've been you've been beating you. that drum since the first day we met. Listen, you're going to be up very early in the mornings. Watch 90 Day Fiance, yeah. you'll go right to sleep. <laughs> I don't think we're going to need trouble getting to sleep. It's the waking up. My 13-year-old comes home the other day. She goes, Dad, we have to watch Wife Swap. Does anyone remember that show? Yes. She Wife said, Swap. I saw an episode on TikTok, and it's fascinating. So we watch Wife Swap on Hulu. It's oh, not what you think it is. The only thing I remember is Dave Chappelle's show completely clowning that Wife yeah. Swap. Yeah. There's no Wife Swapping. It is the most cringeworthy show of all time. Maggie, we got to get you on the reality TV show. I was trainer. on a reality show. What? No. Wait, I think we. I was we, on one episode of one reality show. What was it? Was it Average Show? No. No, no, no. My mom is the coupon queen. Oh, yes. And so we were on extreme couponing as a family. And I randomly was searching through TikTok and I found like a 12 million view video of our family doing the show. Did you you did you know this about Samter's mom? No, I didn't know that. Samter told me about this when we were where were we at the final four? I think so. Yeah. And uh and I learned that Samter's mom was the coupon queen. Yes, yeah. She's been on shows with like Regis and Oprah, Oprah back in like the seventies and eighties. Wow. Yeah. What does that mean? So she's the queen of coupons. So she had like a magazine about coupons. She's written multiple books about couponing. And then what she'll do is she would go on all these shows and go shopping, kind of like what extreme couponing is now. Right. But she was doing this in the 80s. Show people how to save money. Yeah. And she would like buy $400 worth of groceries and her bill would be $17 at the end of it. And she'd have this long receipt and Regis would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. It was very fun. (laughs) I just Googled, by the way, the queen of coupons and something very different came up. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is, it got to go the coupon Queen. This is about a woman who used a fake website to sell consumers fraudulent coupons at a deeply discounted rate and got well, arrested. we didn't mention that Samter's mom is yeah. in Rikers right now. But <laughs> we left say. that part out. She's in Leavenworth for the next she, okay, uh, 15 did, to 20. She was. At, did you say she was on Oprah? She, was, she wasn't on Oprah. She was on a show that Oprah, it was called People Are Talking. Oh. When This is when Oprah was first starting out. But she was on Maury Povich. She was on Sarah, Sally Jesse Raphael. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Imagine going on Maury and it's like not for some kind of paternity test. Yeah, no, so she went on there to show him how to save money on Crest. And instead she found out that I'm not actually her son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they brought your dad out there. And they were <laughs> it was like, very awkward. Very, <laughs> Who's very awkward. the dad? Oh, oh my gosh. You're right. Now that I've, she's famous, dude. Yeah. Samter's mom is like a really big deal. Samter's mom has got it going on. <laughs> yeah, I was about, about to say.
I mean, if Gary got a hold of, I don't know if she's happily married still. But... <laughs> no, we know Samter's dad. <laughs> she was definitely, she would definitely be asleep on the couch though, after a glass of wine <laughs> or two, if she was on the golden <laughs> She'd absolutely be right there, wouldn't we all? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We had so many different things planned for that segment. Oh, thank God we didn't get to any of those because well, this is the important stuff. <laughs> I think there's a gigantic crossover between Bachelor and NFL, and we're going to see it this Sunday night. I think that the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing is basically a convergence of the Bachelor world, yeah, and the NFL world, and everyone is there for I it. I think Taylor's much bigger than the Bachelor. No, but it's same energy. The Bachelor's uh, yeah. pretty big. No, I mean. it is big. Yes. By the way, just a real quick note, Perloff. If you were to get back to actual football, if you were worried about the Lions before. Jamison Williams' suspension was reduced, and he's he's able oh, to really? return next week. Wow! Well, uh, it was a gambling suspension. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Why did they, they reduce it? Reduced, reduced. He can now return in week five. I almost forgot about him. So there you go. Did the bets lose or something? Why? Why is it reduced? Were other guys? <laughs> no, so, so apparently, the NFL and the NFLPA have been working on gambling mm. that they're going to reduce penalties for people who gambled at the facility on different sports, but make it more punitive if you gambled on football or on your own team. Oh, okay. Right, so right. this affected other players as well. Then. Right, he was, he, he he was betting on college football. football, but it happened yeah. to be at the facility. Correct. So, so his was reduced because the NFL and NFLPA are negotiating these terms. Man. There you go. Eagles are going down. Wow. You, you know, know screw, screw the Chiefs. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Chiefs fan. Let's go Lions. No, you don't get to do two. What are you, James Harden, just switching teams all the time? <laughs> you can't just ask out of I each have been team. confused for James Harden. <laughs> About the same height. Uh, well, you thought he was on the show Average Joe. Sorry, which was I like... don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I know someone else who was on Average Joe. Joe Millionaire? Yeah, what is that? I don't even know. I know Joe Millionaire. There was a show called Average Joe, like right when the reality show thing was kind of exploding. And Joe would meet somebody and date? Uh, I remember Average Joe's was the name of the... Dodgeball team in yeah. dodgeball. There was it was a show called I Average. Remember, I Joe. do remember it was on Fox. I think, of and course. I think <laughs> it was like a guy who was just like uh, you know successful, like Samter, and uh, a catch like Samter, and then these women to try to date him. You're laying it on a little bit too thick. They just called it Average Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think it was it was just about the height. I'm sorry about that. It was average height. Oh, yeah, this guy does. I'm looking at some of the cast of Average Joe. You kind of could fit in this show. Thank you. It wasn't really a diss. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it wasn't. It wasn't meant like that. I'm all good. Uh, okay. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. I could never insult the son of the coupon queen. I wouldn't dare. I'm a prince. Just get it right. <laughs> right. Is it the, for the coupon prince. Uh, coming up, we will get to the Daily Dion. We do that off after this CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio or at Maggie and Pearl using the hashtag AskThePros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Man, it's going to be a fun weekend. Noon Eastern on Saturday, 9 o'clock Pacific, USC at Colorado. It's so weird to have that game at noon, right? It doesn't feel like a noon game in any way. No, it feels like prime time, and that's what we get to our Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. you believe in that? I didn't even mean to make that pun. I promise. Let's get to Deion Sanders. Oh, come on. He was on Buffalo's primetime radio show. They did mean to make the pun. 
Here's Dion on all the celebrities that are coming to the Buffalo's game against USC. It's probably three times what you guys have heard. It's probably three or four times that. But I like that for you all. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I really do. I like that that some of these guys are, you know, parking the big jets on the, the nearest <laughs> airport, and you're going to see a shoot. I think half the NBA is going to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's three times the guest list, here's what we already know. Will Ferrell, Matthew McConaughey, Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, LeBron's going to be there with Bronny, of course, who goes to USC as a basketball player, apparently half the NBA. Why is McConaughey going to be there? Big game for Texas. Kansas at Texas. I think Texas could overlook that game. And after beating Alabama, losing that game would be a classic Texas. But I don't, regardless, this whole guest list there, I am very nervous. Why? If it's 42-6 like Oregon, Colorado. Yeah. They're all going to walk away incredibly disappointed because I assume most of them, unless you're a USC alum, are there to root for Dion. Don't, doesn't Colorado have to show up? It's going to be even more embarrassing. <laughs> they have to show up because for themselves first. It's not about whether no, Will Ferrell is going to be entertained. Like, well, it's not entertained. That's the risk you take when you go to a, a, a live sporting event. Sometimes it's great. You get an all-time game, and sometimes you get a blowout. Yeah, but you don't want to get you don't want to lose fifty three to seven in front of Jay Z. I mean, it's way worse than just losing a normal game. I well, I don't, but I don't feel bad for the celebrities who are showing up. Like, oh, they might not get a good game. You're worried about the the student athletes. No, like I'm worried the about the players. athletes. Usually, if there's a game that draws this kind of celebrities, it's the Super Bowl or something right. where you know both teams are good. Where Colorado is absolutely still an unknown. We have no idea what team is going to show up against USC. Yeah. I know it's a twenty one point <laughs> spread. This game could be forty points or. Colorado could win. So I just think that normally for a celebrity game, we have more predictability. This is wide open. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can, if you're a player, you can't be thinking about, oh, here's all these celebrities. I, like, do you remember the famous, what was the famous line? Joe Montana at the Super Bowl. And he looks over, he goes, hey, there's John Candy. Yeah. Right. As they're on their game winning drive. I mean, the celebrities are just going to be there. You have yeah. to tune them out. And if you want to play on a big stage, like you're just going to have to, that's, I guess, going to just come with the territory. Yeah, but if it's a third quarter and it's like the Oregon game, yeah, well, I'm all just the gonna celebrities are going to leave. Yeah, you're right. They probably take off at halftime and go to the <laughs> private jet. They all just want to be there so they can be on camera. Who do celebrities. Think, for who do you think LeBron really roots for? Because I'm imagining that LeBron is a fan of Dion. So he's going to be there, but his son is at USC. So does he root all in for the Trojans, or is he rooting for Dion? <laughs> I thought he was an Ohio State fan. I don't know. Uh, I, oh, and a Cowboy fan, and any yeah. fan that he wants, a Yankee fan. Yeah, LeBron's Indians like fan. you. I mean, he's just like bandwagon central. But he's got a specific issue here. He's got USC and Colorado. I I just wonder if, you know, you and I have I've talked about this a little bit more off air than on air. Do the celebrities and stuff keep coming if they have two blowouts in a row? I still think no, people want to be associated like with Dion, though, because Dion yeah. is already a winner from everything he did in the NFL. You know, he has the three Super Bowl rings. He's played in the World Series also. Like, he's got all the bona fides from that. Right, but, I mean, what was – Dion was not that hot a property from 2005 through 2019. Yeah, he's back, you he's know. He's back. I mean, he was on the NFL Network for 20 years, and it wasn't like everyone was like, ooh, I got to go to the NFL Network set because Dion's there. Yeah. He used to come on the Dan Patrick show all the time. And it wasn't like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, we, we interviewed yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Dion was, was it's, Dion as a coach is a different thing altogether. It is unbelievable. And the, that 3-0 this star. This is his second act, or third act, I guess. I don't know. But if they get blown out here, I don't think you're going to get Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and LeBron at games in Week 10. Oh, do you think that they might? I'm not sure. And USC too, because of LA. See, I, I actually think you do get the you do get the celebrities because 
it's like more, I think, of a more than football thing with Dion. I think it's a bit of a cultural thing. I think it's more like his celebrity goes outside of sports even. And so I think you get people who want to be associated with Dion. Well, there's a game at UCLA on October 28th. But Arizona, Colorado on November 11th, nobody's flying a private jet out for that game. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Lil Wayne was at the game last night running out with the Green Bay Packers. Oh, this dude's at go. like four sporting events a week. I'm expecting him to show up at like the World Series of Darts and stuff. Yeah, wasn't he? In, he was at another football game last week. He's been at the Colorado games. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's also on FS1 <laughs> all the time now. I know. He's Lil Wayne, stop coming for our corner, man. We'll, we'll yeah, handle we'll, the sports talk. Yeah, we leave you alone. <laughs> we don't try to rap. That'd be silly. You know? By the way... I feel like we should. Yeah, I don't think so. I I always thought that this job was going to be, like, AI-proof. You know, artificial intelligence. I'm like, well, artificial intelligence can come for a lot of jobs. They can't do what we do, Perloff, right? I always uh, thought we were safe. Uh, I saw this thing. Tom Brady is now um, promoting some kind of app where you can argue with the computer about sports takes. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's like you type it in, like, uh, who's the best quarterback, and then it writes back Tom Brady or something, and then you get to fight back, and it will send you things back, and you just argue back and forth against the computer about, like, the stuff we talk about. <laughs> if they start doing sports movies, I might have to just break the phone. Yeah, I'd, I think that sounds like one of the most boring apps in the history of apps. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do, do people want to do that? Argue uh, with your phone instead of your friends? If, I could, if there was a stock to short on that app, <laughs> I would be all over it. Well, I think the Facebook people are behind it, so who knows? Oh, well, there you go. Then it's definitely going to fail. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> don't bury me. They're gonna. That's going to hurt the show. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Pal, Chris is in Texas. Hey, Chris, how are you? Uh, trying to stay cool. How hot is it there today? 94 degrees. Oof. Man. Yeah, and October's just around the corner. That's crazy. What do you got? Well, I enjoyed the game last night between Detroit and Green Bay because anytime I see Green Bay go down, it's funny. You are the diehard Cowboy fan, Chris. Yes, never never change. That's, that's I why love I won't, it. That's why I won't miss Perloff so much when y'all move <laughs> next week. You're not coming with us. Come on, Chris. Hey, I don't. When y'all come on, I, I'll be, I might get to listen to y'all for 10 or 15 minutes before I get to work. Wait. We'll take it. So, that's it. Back it up for a second. So, Cowboys fans have an issue with Packers fans from, what, what like the Ice Bowl and Favre? Like, what, I don't understand. Yeah, that's my par- yeah, my parents despise Green Bay because of the Ice Bowl and <laughs> wow. Lombardi and all that crap. You do not Rogers forget. Those guys. Man, remind me to never get on Chris's bad side yeah, because that, I'll be on his grudge I, list for the rest I, of my I, life. Maggie, Maggie, that reminds me. Let's go Buffalo. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate Both the Buffalo. support. I'm rooting for Colorado and Buffalo. All right, there we go. Then you and I are on the same page this week. Thank you for the call, Chris. And hey, if it can only be 10 minutes in the mornings or 11 minutes, yeah. we'll take it. Uh, Perloff and I are moving to mornings yeah. starting on Monday. The Good ice bowl was 59 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, Packers, Cowboys, huh? Who do the Cowboys not hate? And first of all, the Cowboys, for most of their history, killed everybody. So Chris should have more good feelings towards the Eagles. Trust me, the Eagles fed him a lot of victories. <laughs> yeah, but lately, that's become a little bit more of a spicy rivalry. Yeah. 
I think the Niners is the real uh, Cowboys. The problem. Niners doesn't, are, doesn't are feel a like they're destined. You pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. It still looks very possible, but I feel like they're going to run to San Francisco for the third year in a row. Samter, can we get an update on our poll, please? Which is, are the Lions? Uh, do you consider the Lions a Super Bowl contender? What do you got? It's actually surprising. Um, I bet it's eighty percent no, right? Fifty-four percent say no. Really, I would. But I still am surprised. I mean, it's it's lower than what you thought, but it's still I'm surprised. The Lions, they, they beat the Chiefs in KC. Yep. They look, I mean, their only loss is in overtime against the Seahawks. It's not, And it's not like the Seahawks are a slouch. I mean, I'm surprised. It's just hard to wrap your head around a team that has been so bad for so long yep. being elite. And I guess it changed it. The Cubs won the World Series. The Lions are basically NFL's Cubs. Uh, but minus the curse. I don't think they had a curse to break, did they? Mm, I don't, not that I know of. So they're just bad. Yeah, I think they were just inept. <laughs> many, I do years. feel like Alex, Alex Karras from Webster, he got suspended for a year for gambling. Yeah, he did. He was a lion at the time, right? Uh, I do like Brian Branch and Sam Laporta, their rookies. Oh my gosh. They, they're Not only are they good this year, I feel like they're going to be around for a long time. I hope so. Branch got a little banged up and he ended up back. coming back into and the game. He, and this, uh, this, I do not like um, their offense coordinator. Not one second. Because you're afraid. Yes. Perloff's very nervous about the Lions. Yeah, Eight, Ben five. Johnson, no. I don't want any part of it. He reminds me of one of the Eagles, Shane Steichen, last year. No, this is bad news, Maggie. 855-212-4CBS. Okay, so it is Friday, which means we get to have our celebrity NFL game picker. Who will it be today? Mm. We've had Jerry Ferrara. We've had Patrick Renna. And we've had Rob Corddry. Today, we get another actor who has been in iconic sports movies. Who's leading, by the way, of the celebrities? So, I'll go in reverse order. Our boy Jerry Ferrara started out at 2-3. and three. He started out 2-0, and oh, then lost three straight. Uh, Mr. Patrick Renna is 3-2, and two, and Rob Corddry is a shocking 4-1. Wow. Ooh. He's a fantasy football nut. Yeah, he so is crazy. he knows the sport well. Uh, quickly, let's go to Anthony in Myrtle Beach. Anthony, how are you? Glad to be alive. Proud to be an American. Yeah, there you go. Same. What do you got for us? Nothing. I just want to say my P's and Q's. Although he won't miss you, Perloff, I will. Oh, thank <laughs> you, buddy. Good luck. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate I, your calls. I can't, I can't make the move over to you guys. I live in... Uh, uh, college country down here. They already took my DA show and everything away, so I'm back stuck with uh, Jim Rome, the original. So, well, that's listen, what I'm Anthony, be with. you can always find us, and thank you for the kind words. You can always find us on the Maggie and Perloff podcast if that's your thing. And if you were able to get DA, you're going to be able to get us. We're going to be take, taking over DA spot. Odyssey app, YouTube, lots of ways. We got it all. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. So much more to do, including who's playing for their season this weekend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.